Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, September 12th, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Hockey. Grace, we recorded our first ever Patreon-only Q&A yesterday, and it's going to be coming out tomorrow on Wednesday. That was a lot of fun. We've talked longer than I thought we would, but I don't think that's necessarily a surprise. Like when we just kind of get going, we can often uh, ramble on about weird tangents, and we did definitely do that. So if you want to hear that really fun, insightful episode, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. That is the only place you can hear this new part of our programming schedule, these Q&As. It's also the only place where you can submit questions to have them uh, answered on the air in an episode. We're going to be doing those once a month. Grace, what did you think about uh, what that was? It a little bit too introspective? Um, were you looking for <laughs> some more uh, some more deeper questions? What, what were your thoughts on the first time through? Well, it doesn't, I don't think it really matters what I think. I hope that whatever feedback we get from our listeners, um, it will help direct us into whatever our next Q&A is. Obviously, this was our first venture into it. So hopefully that's that's the information people were looking for. And if they weren't, I hope they enjoyed it. And um, hopefully it'll spark some more conversations and more questions. I think that those they're perfectly geared towards what we want to talk about as well, which are like recommendations and just insider, like fun, funny uh, story time, things like that. So yeah, happy to continue to provide that content, but I'm curious what people think. And as I mentioned last week, Monday today that we are recording is when we have updated all of our Patreon levels. So all the stuff that we talked about last week is now active by the time you hear this on our Patreon. So you can see all of the different perks that'll be assigned to each individual tier. And we also put in for the bottom two tiers, the lower two tiers, as we mentioned last week, those will be going up in price on January 1st. So we put all those details in there as well. All right, Grace, let's dive into the news. And today's a little bit of an interesting day because we have a handful of pretty big stories, one of which, if you were listening to this in Patreon, you're not going to hear because it's going to be embargoed for 9 a.m. on Tuesday morning. So if you want to hear that story, you will need to come back and check out the special episode that'll drop in Patreon at that very time. But if you're listening to this in the regular feed, it is going to be incorporated into the episode all at one time. So The first story, though, will be available in both parts of the episode because yesterday it was announced that Oscar nominee Rachel McAdams will make her Broadway debut this spring in a new play from Manhattan Theatre Club. It's actually a Broadway debut for Manhattan Theatre Club, but it has had previous runs. It was one of the most acclaimed plays of the... I think 2017, 2018 off-Broadway season, and it was Mary Jane by Amy Herzog. The play it was directed by Ann Kaufman, as it will be on Broadway, and Carrie Coon led that cast. Uh, that is the role that Rachel McAdams will be playing in this production. Performances will begin on April 2nd at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater. No opening night has officially been announced, but This play follows a single mom raising a child, battling a difficult illness, and the community of women around her that become a makeshift family. Grace, I did not see this one, but I heard, like, I just remember the raves that people had about this show with Carrie Coon, who did it at New York Theater Workshop uh, off-Broadway a few years ago. So I am super excited to see this show. I love Carrie Coon, so I'm a little disappointed that she's not in it, but Rachel McAdams is, uh, is pretty darn good as well. It's obviously incredibly exciting to have her on Broadway. Like I, I've been actually waiting for this day. I think she's an incredible actress. I know that everyone has been like, oh, she's been in rom-coms and comedies. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. But in a different year, like she could have been nominated for Mean Girls. Like she is so good Um, about time. She's, I just, yeah, she's, she's just 
phenomenal. Yeah, I, the other day, even I was watching her test her her uh, screen test with Ryan Gosling for the Notebook, and she she was so prepared, and it's fantastic if you YouTube it. Um, but I just think it's kind of wild that we are going to have Rachel McAdams on Broadway, I know. and we will have the Notebook, the musical on Broadway, um, at the same time. It's kind of crazy. So I'm I'm really hoping that she gets a chance to see it, or you know they're supportive, or maybe you know we don't touch it. But yeah, it's it's really cool. It's really exciting, and I'm I'm happy for her. It's interesting because. You you mentioned her screen test with Ryan Gosling, and they famously did not get along during the filming of that movie. So I wonder what. And then her, they dated. I, no, they 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 were they didn't get along, but then they dated. Like if you watch the MTV mm. Movie Awards um, for Best Kiss, they won, and there's this crazy popular video where they're running from opposite sides of the stage and then they embrace just like in the film. And it's one of the most iconic TV kisses of all time. Um, but yeah, it was like the short time I think that they did date, but they, yeah, famously did not get along during, <laughs> during the, yeah. the beginning of the filming of that. I think it will be interesting though. I, I think our mutual friend Kate Reinking sent out on Twitter that they hope that at the Tony Awards, somehow Rachel McAdams and Joy Woods get to present an award together or something uh, since they, uh, we'll be playing. Joy will be playing the same character. I forget what the character's name is in the Notebook, but that would be very cool. Very excited about this. I think she's fantastic, uh, and this is a great show. Amy Herzog is a phenomenal playwright, and I believe she also has another show. Isn't she doing the adaptation for Enemy of the People? Yeah, with Sam Gold directing her her partner. Yeah, her, I think it's her partner. Yeah, it's. Amy Herzog's words, especially like just from the lens of a woman, of women, like they're so palpable. They're so of the time, but also like her adaptations are great. So I'm really excited to see this play. And yes, confirmed they dated for two years after the filming, okay, um, good. which is wild. So, yeah. Which maybe they liked each other for a while. Maybe they hate each other again. Who knows? Uh, not exactly sure. But Grace, here is the point where we have to drop out of Patreon because this is embargoed for 9 a.m. So again, if you're listening to this in Patreon before 9 a.m., you have to come back to Patreon at 9 to hear this story. If you're listening to this in the regular feed, we will just move on with the fact that coming up this spring on Broadway, we will have the musical adaptation of the novel slash movie Water for Elephants. Not only is this just, hey, we're coming to Broadway, they have a house. They will begin performances at the Imperial Theater on February 24th with an opening night scheduled for March 21st. Tickets will go on sale tomorrow, September 13th. It features a book by three-time Tony Award nominee Rick Ellis, music and lyrics by Pigpen Theater Company. It is based on the novel by Sarah Gruen and is directed by Tony nominee Jessica Stone of Kimberly Akimbo fame. This had its out-of-town tryout in Atlanta at the Alliance Theater earlier this year. The cast then was led by Isabel McCullough, which is why I have been dropping hints whenever we talk about her and Shucked, saying, I don't know how long she's going to be in that show. I would imagine that she would probably, if I'm presumably continuing with Water for Elephants, which I would be shocked if she did not, maybe in that show until the beginning of February, maybe late January, um, or maybe she leaves after the first of the year to give herself a little bit of a break. But Grace, this is a show that is based on a movie that many people love, starred Reese Witherspoon, Robert Pattinson, Christoph Waltz, and it centers on a circus. So I have not heard much of the music at all, 
but I've seen a lot of the visuals, a lot of cool circus images, a lot of cool tricks and stuff like that. So I don't know much about the show itself. I know, I, th- I think we talked a little bit about the reviews here on the show, but I don't remember much of them at all, to be honest with you. But I'm interested to see what this show is like, especially with all of the cool circusy stuff that uh, I think would lend itself really well to a theatrical performance. Yeah, for sure. And I, I will say, I'm pretty sure that this is based on the book and not the movie. Um, the movie was a, kind of a, another loose adaptation of the book, and oh, okay. um, they're probably staying closer to the to the book itself. That's just my, my understanding of it. Um, I could be totally wrong. Uh, Robert Pattinson could show up on a donkey. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely been anticipated since the out of town at the Alliance in Atlanta. So I'm curious to see what that cast loads in like. I'm curious to see what the look is. I know that in Atlanta, it looked really eerily similar to the cover of the book that is also mirrored in the cover of the film. So I'm curious. And I just, and famously, they filmed that movie in somewhat in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And I remember when it was going on because it was, oh, so much hullabaloo around Reese Witherspoon being in our town. Like it was like magical. (laughs) So um, I'm curious about the cast. I'm excited about whatever it means because I am such a little slut for the circus. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong with me. I love like, even when there was like an era of pop music where everything was circus, circus by Britney Spears, that cover of Katy Perry's album, also Pink's um, Glitter in the Air album. Like everything was like, I'm a ringmaster bitch. Like, I'm sorry, it still works on me. So I hope that whatever this feels and looks like and whatever those, you know, opportunities are on the outside of the theater and everything like that, they're able to um, also be be true to some of those themes because they're cute. Yeah, some of the other folks that were in the cast out of town include Brian Finkart, Sarah Gettlefinger, Harry Groner was in the cast as well, Wade McCollum, Marissa Rosen was in there too, Ryan Vasquez, who, as we've talked about before, was in every show doing an out-of-town tryout earlier this year. So we'll be interesting to see what this cast looks like when it comes to Broadway and uh, excited to see what Izzy does with Shucked when she decides to leave Cobb County. All right, Grace. Again, depending on when you were listening to this show, this is either the second or third fairly big Broadway-related thing that you are hearing in the episode today. But the Broadway-bound musical Limpica has released casting notices for its Broadway run, which means that it's coming, folks. Years in the making. The first rehearsals for the show will be in January, and the first performance is scheduled for March. It does not say what theater that the show will end up being in, although we're running short on theaters now as we're getting more and more of these announcements and more and more of these rumors, Grace. I, uh, I I think you could probably, if you looked at the at the map right now and tried to figure out what size theaters would be appropriate for Olympica, I bet you could probably figure it out. But this show has been in the works to come to Broadway for many years, was hampered by the pandemic and then by the fact that Rachel Chavkin was directing like a hundred shows a year. So it was difficult for her to get the big musical in there as well. So I've been dying for this one. This is one that I have been very much looking forward to. I interviewed Matt Gould, who's right, who wrote the music for this about a different project. And we talked about it. I interviewed Eden Espinosa about it and uh, about something else. And we talked about it. I saw Eden in concert. She sang Woman Is from the show, which is also available now on your streaming services. It is one of those incredible numbers that I will just be shocked if it doesn't become a standard for many, many Broadway folks. 
The show is based on a real-life woman named Tamara de Limpica, who was an aristocratic, wealthy woman who fled with her husband during the Russian Revolution, and she has to kind of make a new life, and she takes on painting as a way to survive, and then she meets a woman named Rafaela, who is a prostitute in Parisian society, and her life kind of changes. So I'm very much looking forward to all of this, Grace. They've released three songs, and they are incredible as far as I'm concerned. So bring it on. I think I at one point said that Eden Espinosa would win the Tony Award for Best Actress in a Musical. Yeah. It might be three years late, but as of now, I'm sticking with it. Yeah, I've been excited about this for a while now as well. Like, it's definitely been on the radar. I remember learning about it, though, ironically, because my partner did like a workshop of it years ago. I think at the time, Shoshana Bean was was leading that uh, company. Yeah, there's been a lot of people go through there. Yeah, tons, 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 and all incredible talents. Um, so Carmen Cusack, yeah. uh, <laughs> Cynthia Erivo has been in it as well. So I think Cynthia and Carmen actually did it together at one point. Oh, I believe that too. So. Um, I'm interested. Amber Iman also was in it out of town, correct? Yes, she was in it out of town. No, obviously, casting news um, uh, about it as of yet, because this is not even an announcement. It is just casting notices. And and I will note, the casting notices are just for Mm. ensemble. Mm -hmm. There is a men character and women character ensemble dancers. So that's all that that the casting notices have been out. So I'm assuming that they have all of the principles either continuing with it or already lined up. We'll see. All right, Grace, the last little bit of news here is uh, an announcement that 13 New York City venues received grants from Indie Space. There were 13 performance venues that will receive two-year unrestricted general operating grants of $10,000. They were given through the Little Venue That Could grant program with the support of the Howard Gilman Foundation. The theaters in question are the Actors Theater Workshop, Bated Breath Theater Company, Chain Theater, Culture Lab LIC, Footlight Presents, Hub 17, IATI Theater, Landback Hub, MI, I don't know how to even pronounce this one, M-I-S-E-E-N underscore place, PMT House of Dance, the Fantastic Experimental Latino Theater, Inc., Topaz Arts, Inc., and Weiss Acres. They talk so much about how these small venues have been impacted not just by COVID, but all of the changes that we've seen in people's theater going post-COVID, the economic impact of all of those things. And we've talked about it quite a bit around the country and even on Broadway, but these tiny, small theater spaces in New York, whether they are performance spaces or production companies or theater companies, they've all been impacted. So while $10,000 might not be a ton for you know the public theater or, or roundabout, that that can be huge and very vital money for organizations like this. All right, Grace, let's move into the one recommendation. This one's a little off the beaten path, and it comes from CNN. And have you seen this, Grace? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't think so yet. Okay, okay so it came from uh, an episode of Anderson Cooper 360, and the reporter, Kyung La, is at a Trump rally in South Dakota, and she's doing a stand-up. And Anderson is there, you know, kind of in a split box watching. And all of a sudden, during her her reporting, on the loudspeaker, you just hear, dun, 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 dun. They're playing the cast album from Phantom of the Opera. And you just watch Anderson Cooper's face with the most confused, puzzled, kind of 
slightly gleefully entertained fact that they're playing Phantom of the Opera at a political rally, a Trump political rally. He has to cut off the interview because it's so loud. You can't hear anything that, that she's saying. For the people in this very large stadium who are waiting for Trump to speak, it doesn't matter to them politically. What they want to hear is the fight, Anderson. I, I can just scan the room here and I can see multiple people wearing his mugshot as a source of pride. So what is they that, want from him tonight I'm sorry, is that is the, the Phantom fight. of the Opera soundtrack playing? It, it is indeed. We've heard Michelli, we've heard Sinead O'Connor. It's been uh, a, a different sort of playlist this evening. I'm sure yes, Sinead O'Connor would have been thrilled to hear that. Uh, we're, I think we're going to have to go because the, the sound is sort of uh, overpowering. But uh, yeah, a <laughs> lot. thanks very much. Some political perspective now. So it's just very funny to watch Anderson's face during that whole thing. So uh, definitely recommend that if you haven't seen it floating around social media. Oh, I watched it. I watched his face. It's hysterical. Yeah, very good. Very good. And, you know, Anderson does have a Broadway credit, lest we not forget. He was the voice of the narrator in the last production of How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. So there's even more Broadway connections there. All right, everybody, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can follow me pretty much anywhere at Matt. Grace, where can people find you? You can find me on all forms of social media at It's Grace Aki. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day, and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow.